Heavenly Father, Joseph Brilievich of the Diocese of Lansing, Michigan, and Nathan Hart of the Archdiocese of Cincinnati, Ohio, who have come to be monks, ask for the habit of our Holy Order. Over the past several months, we have seen that they truly seek God, that they are zealous for the work of God, obedient, and eager to embrace the hard and rugged ways by which the journey to God is made. Go, Father, and bring them here. Joseph Klingievich, what seekest thou? The mercy of God, and a place in this school of the Lord's service. Nathan Hart, what seekest thou? The mercy of God, and a place in this school of the Lord's service. May the Lord admit you into the company of his elect. Amen. Arise in the name of the Lord. My son, if thy mind is to enter the Lord's service, wait there in his presence with honesty of purpose and with awe, and prepare thyself to be put to the test. Submissive be thy heart and ready to bear all. To wise advice lend a ready ear, and never be hasty when ill times befall thee. Wait for God, cling to God and wait for him. At the end of it, thy life shall blossom anew. Accept all that comes to be, patient in sorrow, humiliation long enduring. For gold and silver, the crucible, it is in the furnace of humiliation men show themselves worthy of his acceptance. Trust in him, and he will lift thee to thy feet again. Go straight on thy way, fix in him thy hope. Hold fast thy fear of him, and in that fear to old age come thou. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. My dear sons Joseph and Nathan, the date originally chosen for your vestition was July 10th the eve of the feast of our father, St. Benedict. But the presence of our dear and honored guests, Monsignor Castile and Madre Paola, and a number of other practical, if not providential, considerations, compelled me to advance the ceremony by one day. The liturgical providence of God was at work for The liturgy of this fifth Sunday after Pentecost is astonishingly suited to what we are about to do. The man who asks to be numbered among the sons of St. Benedict is first of all by holy baptism numbered among the children of Mother Church. Filii tui sicut novelle olivarum 
in circuito mensetume. It is through the sacred liturgy that Mother Church nourishes, instructs, comforts, and even corrects her children. The son of Saint Benedict will, for this reason, seek in the sacred liturgy and find there, hour by hour and day by day, all that he needs to go forward. Saint Benedict says, in our life and in faith, with hearts enlarged and unspeakable sweetness of love. You have come to the monastery because the Holy Ghost, by mysterious operations, perfectly adapted to your heredity, your history, and even to the most secret yearnings of your soul has awakened you to such good things as I have not seen. The things that God has prepared for those who love you. The collect of the day expresses this and then makes us ask, pour into our hearts such love for thee that loving thee above all things, we may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire. I pray that in the days and years ahead, you will return often to this college of the fifth Sunday after Pentecost. In it you will find perfectly formulated a prayer for all that is needed for a happy monastic life. The desire for heaven, the infusion of divine charity, the readiness to receive from the hand of God good things exceeding all that you can desire. Dear Joseph, some time ago you wrote me Forgive me for betraying your secret. You wrote me, I trust that God has not led me this far in vain. Whatever the sacred agony of testing, and whatever the crosses of this way of life, I hope that God will permit me the grace of persevering and winning whatever crown he has prepared for me together with my brothers and fathers. Joseph, continue to trust that God has not led you this far in vain. Make of every step forward an act of abandonment to the designs of our Lord on your life. Do this even when in hours of obscurity and uncertainty, you find yourself incapable of naught but very small steps. Joseph, do not be afraid of your weakness. It is precisely your weakness that acts as a lodestone upon the all-sufficient grace of Christ.
the words of Christ to the Apostle are also addressed to you. My grace is enough for thee. My strength finds its full scope in thy weakness. Learn to sing with the same Apostle. Gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities. The power of Christ may dwell in me. And you, dear Nathan, wrote me last year to say that you were praying to have ears always attentive to the words of St. Benedict. St. Benedict still speaks to those who approach him with open ears. The grace of St. Benedict's paternity is paternity over souls is in a constant state of expansion. He welcomes you today with no less solicitude and tenderness than he showed to the young Morris and Placid over 15 centuries ago. St. Benedict says to Eunice and to Joseph today, even as he says still to me and to each of your brethren here, hearken, O my son, to the precepts of thy master, and incline the ear of thine heart, willingly receive and faithfully fulfill the admonition of thy loving father, that thou mayest return by the labor of obedience to him from whom thou hast departed through the sloth of disobedience. You also wrote me, dear Nathan, that St. Benedict had begun to teach you that peace is not the absence of the cross, and that the true Pax Benedictina would always be found in Terspinas. St. Benedict enjoins me to set before you all the hard and rugged paths by which we walk towards God. I will not, therefore, hide from you, Nathan, and from Joseph, that the monastic way is a spiritual combat, a daily struggle, for our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of this world of darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in the high places. Take to heart, then, what St. Athanasius relates concerning the spiritual combat of our father, St. Anthony of the Desert. The Lord, says St. Athanasius, was working with Anthony, the Lord, who for our sake took flesh and gave the body victory over the devil, so that all who truly fight can say, Yet not I, but the grace of God with me. Among the many beautiful things that Madre Paola said to us was that she prayed for fifteen years to obtain a burning love 
of the most holy sacrament of the Lord. And that having received this love from love, she lives now in complete security and without fear. Madre Paula further said that we of ourselves and by ourselves can neither solve our problems nor calm the storms that rage within us and about us. We can do but one thing. Go before Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar and remain at his feet. There, almost imperceptibly, without the formulation of fine phrases or the thinking of lofty thoughts, we will discover that the obstacles we thought immovable and insurmountable melt away. The Madre's teaching is that of St. Benedict himself. Not for our much speaking, but for our purity of heart and tears of compunction shall we be heard. You have, dear sons, the immense privilege and joy of living under the same roof as Jesus Christ in the sacrament of his love. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. There is no difficulty so great that it cannot be solved and resolved at the feet of Jesus Sacramentata. In all these things we overcome because of him that hath loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor might, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Never grow accustomed to the miracle of the real presence in this house of the hidden Jesus. Understand, in relation to the most holy sacrament of the altar, the comforting words of our Lord that St. Benedict enshrines in his prologue. And when you have done these things, my eyes will be upon you, and my ears will be open to your prayers. And before you call upon me, I will say unto you, Behold, I am here. I pray today, dear sons, that you will never be without the singular grace that St. John Paul II called lo stupore eucharistico. Eucharistic amazement. Thus will you go forward in your new Benedictine life day after day laying aside all earthly care so as to welcome the King of Kings, who comes escorted invisibly by angelic hosts. And finally, dear sons, know that the monastic journey you begin today will be made sweet at every hour by the presence of the woman 
given us by Jesus in the very hour of his immolation. Ece Mater Imitate the beloved disciple who took the mother of God in sua, that is, into all that was his, allowing the fragrance of her virginal presence to penetrate every part of his life and even the most secret corners of his heart. The mother of God, the queen of the cynical, is our heavenly abbess. Go to Mary so often as you need the consolation of her presence. Her maternal heart will never be closed to you. And should you ever come to lack the joy of the Holy Ghost, she will turn to her son and say with an irresistible confidence, Vino non habent. They have no wine. Her concern is, even as St. Benedict says concerning the cellar of the monastery, that no one may be troubled nor grieved in the house.